before a world of heroes and villains. One power ruled it all. Black Adam. He's been asleep for 5,000 years. Black Adam, we're here to negotiate your peaceful surrender. I'm not peaceful. Nor do I surrender. These powers are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. You have two choices. You can be the destroyer of this world. Or you can be its savior. Black Adam. Ready PG-13. Only in theaters October 21st. Hello there. CBS presents this program in color. Autobots, roll out. End of line. Sounds pretty heavy. Wait, it has nothing to do with it. I am the Night Industries 2000. That are alive, you are coming with me. Hasta la vista, baby. I'm Batman. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to Big Teach Geeks, where we are saving the multiverse. Bert. Fuck, we're doing it over. We're, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> Welcome to Vintage Geeks, where we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time. I'm David. I'm Joe. And we are Dunkless this week. Uh, yeah, Dun- Dunks had a had a rough rough week. It sounds so. Uh, yeah, that sounds he, really he's rough. Out. Although it, from from the sounds of it. I, I will. I would venture to guess that he enjoyed Black Adam, but we'll we'll once we catch up next time, we'll get his official opinion. I know he saw it. We have, all three of us have seen it, um, but yeah, he's just had a shit day and and needs a break. And I get it. So yeah, no big deal. If he yeah. comes on, we'll 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 talk with him. But yeah. we've exactly. been we've been waiting for Black Adam since what was it, 1989, David, when he announced so- he was. <laughs> Fucking Christ! I I don't even think he was out of the womb before they fucking announced this Black Adam movie. I mean, Jesus Christ! It has been talked about for at least five years. At least five. I think. Years. I think what I heard today it was it was eight years ago was the first time he talked about it. Yeah. So which yeah. was oh so that was two thousand fourteen. 2014 so shortly after man of steel you know yeah so yeah very interesting but it's here um we did uh me and joe were on a uh tales from the yard reunion so we have talked about a lot of the shit we have already seen 
Um, we will go over some of it for those of you who don't listen to Tales for the, from the Yard. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's been it's been a while since we all have all gotten together, and uh, yeah, it, it. And I've been to new... Disney. I've been to Galaxy's Edge. Oh my God, you are so lucky. I was so jealous. I'm not even gonna lie. I was so jealous that entire time. I'm like, you motherfucker. So so Ugh. so Galaxy's Edge is so impressive in in the rides and just the being like being in a in a different world there that my mm-hmm. wife was even impressed with it. She enjoyed it and she has she doesn't really care for that kind of stuff. But going there going there at night with Kylo's, you know, TIE fighter lit up mm. and the Millennium Falcon and the and the and the mountains behind it lit up and there, the, the our actual moon was right behind the Falcon. It is it's such a cool thing and the the one thing I didn't get to do and this was the second night we were at Hollywood Studios the plan was to do a bunch of photos the Disney people taking us as we had our lightsabers lit up and my 3-year-old grandson was not having any of it he was just in <laughs> so we just kind of bailed on it but um it's just it's definitely uh, an experience to go there the, the 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 rise of resistance ride when you are on this uh trackless you know maglev cart and you you are underneath full-size adats going through their legs and kylo ren is around and you have light you have him cutting the roof right above you shit like that you know, the other part of that ride is when you're all of these new rides at Disney, it's, it's a story. So when you start out, it's a, um, you know, like on, on rise of resistance, you're quote, like taken prisoner by the empire. Right. Yeah. So, and they, it was so funny because they're like literally, you know, very, um, very cut and dry and and my wife was like she was looking at them i go this part of the act she's like well they don't have to be rude about it i'm like it's the it's we're supposed to be we are the insurgents you know and they've captured us and the funny thing the funny thing was the first time we went on the ride um you know they're like all right you you three on the silver dots and these other this other guy and his family and the guy has got his shirt is is the um it's a blueprint of the TIE fighter. And the, the the Empire guy says, so you managed to get captured by us and you have the secret blueprints for your most advanced <laughs> fighter on your T-shirt. Not very smart. <laughs> I was, it was so funny. Um, but, oh, that's great. But the, the other part, bef- and, and then the, the next section is they bring you into this room and it's it's and I think you saw it day where it's all um, stormtroopers standing there and yeah. they're all animatronic and they're just kind of looking at you and it's all quiet in there. It is so fucking cool. Um, it's just it's really it's it's just really an experience there. So you've got you know rise of resistance in that land. Uh, you've got uh, the other one is. Uh, uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, so where you are, you can either be, I think there's f- 
four, wait, how many pe- five people can be in one on that one part of the ride. So you have like mm-hmm. an engineer, a pilot, a gunner, and all that. So you're basically piling the Millennium Falcon. Um, just it's it's so cool. It's just it's such an it's like for a Star Wars fan. It's just an experience. And then we did, and then we built the lightsabers uh, yeah. at Savvy's workshop, which is. I'm glad I got the reservation 60 days out because there was none. I wanted to get an extra one for my other son who came late to, to our vacation and couldn't get one. Uh, so we, you know, you build the lightsabers and then we did uh, the, the Oga's Cantina. So yeah. where then they have all the different star Wars drinks, you know? Um, and then you've, you know, those pictures that I sent you where you've got, you know the IG88 beer, uh, uh, the beer taps are the head of IG88s, yeah. and they've got. It's just, it, it's they did a really good job, and but you know one thing you do have to forget about is the value of money when you go there because oh fuck, it's, last I mean, time I went, which was like right before COVID, so it was like 2019 or yeah, I think something like that. Like it was, it was the year before my daughter graduated. And um, it, I, it is the most wonderful place on earth as long as you have the money to pay for everything. Because, holy fuck, it is fun, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous. It is all expensive. Like, it is, there is not something you're going to go there and be able to cheap out on. You, you are getting, you, you are handing over cash left and right there. And and when we got back, they had raised the price on everything, so yeah. like across the board, tickets, uh, reservations, experiences, all of it. I mean, it yeah. went everything went up. I mean, like the lightsabers uh, were two nineteen. Now it's two fifty. Um, Fuck. So and they don't give a shit if you had a reservation before the price increase. It's it, this is a new yeah. price. Um. So it's. It's definitely crazy, and then they have other things there. They have, uh, you know, the the there's like a, f- a food court. It's a giant. Uh, there's a giant, um, uh, uh, not the, the pod. The uh, f- uh, from episode one. The what is it? The fucking pod. So one of the engines from the pod is like heating this oh, giant yeah, yeah, piece yeah. of beef, right? You know, <laughs> they got that, and then they have the different, you know, draw. Uh, you know, there's. Um, they have the um, the Droid Depot there. They have and I, there's a line, and I did not want to wait in the line. There's a line to just look and hold the Legacy lightsabers. So they have like oh. twenty different lightsabers. You literally have to get in a line for that. I I might have done that. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh yeah. fuck. So um. I mean, what I mean, trying to think, what else? Oh, and it's it's cool. And then my my oldest son, there's a Disney Parks app, and all through Galaxy's Edge, there is, you can use this app and hack into the different, like if you're over by um, Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter, you can do this oh. hack, this little game on your phone, and when you finish it, then uh, the Tie Fighter, you know, makes noise or droids move over here or you you get feedback of what you did you know 
No so shit. It's so it's like there's there's a spot that there's four old droids, like an R five, a, a a Gronk droid, and whatever. And you, if you quote unquote hack them, then they all make start making noises for you. So it's <laughs> uh it's 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 pretty wild. It's and it's it's very cool. And they did stuff like if you look when you're walking, there's gonk droid tracks there's actual r2d2 and c3po tracks like that were in the quote mud you know yeah so it's just the level of detail that they put into this is is just staggering so oh yeah so it's fucking insanity how how crazy it is when we went like animal kingdom was probably my least favorite place to go out of all the parks to be honest like i've been to zoos it's gorgeous and everything but that being said, Animal Kingdom might be one of the most well done parks as far as just being so amazing. Have I been on mute? Everything. No, I've heard you. Okay, I thought I, I just saw my thing and it looked like it said mute. Did you? All right. You heard yeah, the thing I, I said heard. about the hack droids and stuff, did you? Yeah, yeah. I must have accidentally clicked on it. So shit, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, animal, yeah, Animal Kingdom. Well. We did. I think we, we did like a half day there. You know, we, did you do the the uh, Avatar ride? Yes. That was like yes. you had to fucking climb, like go through that whole thing, and then it's like you're on a fucking almost like a motorcycle. Yes, that thing was. You, oh my god, that's that wild. Ride was insane. That's oh, wild. I fucking love that ride. That is that. That's wild. Um. Uh, the over at Epcot, the the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is mm-hmm. is it's unbelievable. Uh, again, it's an Omnipod, so it's a roller coaster, and your pod can spin three sixty, and uh, so and they play one of eight different songs, and mine was what did I say? Mine was Blondie, um. Heart of Glass. No, 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 no. Um, but anyway, I think we had the best song. And like, there's a spot uh, where you are literally orbiting a giant moon, and your cart turns inward. So you're, you know, your your g forces are on your back as you're circling this moon. It's just mm. wild. I, I was borderline not feeling well when I got done because I don't like spinning. You don't, <laughs> you don't spin. You don't spin like three sixty. You know, keep spinning. You know, but right. you're you know you're pivoting on it, and uh, really, uh, really an amazing ride. So, um, you know, there's a f- few more things. I mean, we did, we did, we did plenty at Star Wars Land. Um, we did. Uh, a few things that the, there's a toy store land it's like walking into toy the giant um uh giant buzz lightyear giant woody the um what's the fucking tinker toys you know like yeah. all that everywhere yeah. around you know with the with the round wood with this pegs you know like if you were making not, i don't think it's tinker toys it's something yeah else. it is is that no, tinker it's toys? totally tinker toys okay yeah. that those are all over so really wild man just a lot of fun um it was one way or another by blondie yeah oh god that was so good so yeah the songs for anyone wondering the songs are september by earth wind and fire disco inferno by the tramps 
Conga by Gloria Stefan. Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. I, and I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. Uh, yeah, I think I got the best song. I lo- It was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so that was my Disney. And then, you know, they got back. And then I got the flu. Other family members got COVID. So it was all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, Dude, I haven't Christ. had the flu. I haven't had the flu in... 20 years it's been so long since i had the flu but apparently that's going around so many people like when they go to conventions or fucking amusement parks or any of that kind of shit dude everyone gets those fucking flus man it's it's fucking weird it is just like yeah system over i I just i didn't i didn't i i think i probably got it just i didn't do the hand cleaning enough with stuff yeah that i think that's probably what what happened but uh yeah, other than other than that, it was it was a it was an awesome time and I can't wait to I can't wait to go back there. I'm just I the other the uh, I didn't we didn't go to Universal this time. So, you know, Universal you've got the Islands of Adventure, the Marvel stuff there. Uh yeah. because if, if people, you know, don't know, but when Marvel was almost bankrupt, they had sold licensing rights, you know, when it's when Sony got Spider-Man and Fox got all the X-Men. Well, East of east of the Mississippi, uh, they sold the rights to the Marvel characters to Universal. So that's why Disneyland in California has can have Avengers Campus, but they can't have it here because they'll never get them back. Basically, unless yeah they you know make some stupid offer that, but Universal's not going to give them up. So you have Spider Man, Hulk ride, and all that stuff. But they're building. Universal's building another theme park, and the anchor is going to be Super Mario Land, which will be fucking cool. That would be cool. I mean, oh shit! So Disney's going to have some competition here, uh, some more competition in the next few years. I think it's, I think it's twenty twenty five is when that's going to finish. So, huh. so yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm glad I'm only seven and a half hours away from Disney World at this point, so I can fucking just take a long weekend or some exactly. shit and go yeah, exactly. go do it. Exactly. Like, not have to fucking pay to stay at the resort, just stay outside of the resort, go into the park for the day, fucking do the shit at night, go spend the night, and then fucking head back home. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Fuck. Get out of there as cheap and easy as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So while you were fucking out gallivanting in fucking Walt Disney World, I just decided to go fucking get Dark Vader tattooed on my arm. Um, I actually, yeah, I, uh, so when I was in, before we left Vermont, I was, we had sold our house and I was going to get with my artist to do this picture of Vader that I wanted. And I knew he'd do a good job, but he was just, he's kind of flaky and shit and hard to kind of pin down and get him to commit. So I didn't end up having time to get the tattoo before I left. So while I'm working, I fucking throw on shit that I don't really necessarily pay attention to. And one of the things was I was catching up on the last few seasons of Ink Master because I really haven't watched it probably in a, like, three years or something so i was like fuck it you know what keep seeing the ads for the new one i'll fucking throw it on and shit and realize about three seasons two or three seasons behind so i'll watch those as well 
And I'll tell you, if once you get a tattoo, you you're either done with tattoos forever. You have one tattoo, or you're never done. It, it's right. not like it's there's no fucking in between. So I fucking like I'm sitting here working and I'm like seeing all these tattoos and I'm just like fuck, fuck. I really want a tattoo. So I'm like, I don't really want to spend a ton of money. So I'm thinking two small ones to add to my sleeves. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I'll see when I can get an appointment. So I fucking messaged this, this shop that had really good reviews and everything. And I said, when can I get in? They're like, uh, Sunday. I'm like, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Because usually shops book a ways out. It's never like you can get right in. At least in my experience. So I was like, okay, sure. Showed them what I wanted to get and everything. And I'm like, God, oh, it's probably going to be about $600. Five, or like, it was going to be like a total of $500. I'm like, all right, cool. So I get there and I'm talking to the dude at, about what I want and everything. He goes, you know what? I'm going to be dead honest with you. He goes, I do color portraits. I'm really good at them. He goes, let me draw something up. He goes, if you like it, I'll fucking totally do it, and I'll do it for the same price. I'm like, all right, I'll give this guy a shot. So he did two draws. He did one of Maul, which was incredible, just fucking gorgeous. And then he, the other one was the Vader, and fucking Vader's my boy. I'm like, oh. I want the Vader. The Vader looks dope as fuck. Like, I was just like, that's, that's hype. So, he's kind of busy. He's doing these, like, little tattoos here and there and still working on mine. And, fucking, he, he, and I'm looking at the drawing he's done. And I'm, like, sitting there going, well, if this comes out really good, if it, like, when it's healed and it looks, depending on how it looks, I'll probably fucking come to this guy all the time. And I'm like, and that fucking mole tattoo is kind of dope. I might fucking do that. Mm -hmm. He gets done with this and it came out clean. Oh my God. It is gorgeous. It's, I mean, it's on the same arm with my Joker tattoo, which I fucking love that Joker tattoo too. So I'm like, th this arm is going to be like all portraits of villains and it's just going to be fucking amazing. So I'm going to end up getting that mall piece done by him and i'm gonna get like a comic portrait of thanos in that come and get me pose off the infinity gauntlet and that will about do my villain sleeve up i'm like oh that dude was amazing i was so glad i got the tattoo and fucking costed me half of what i thought i was gonna pay oh, nice. for two tattoos and he was like he's like, i i was just shocked he was like one of the nicest dudes, fucking so talkative. The the entire shop was cool as fuck. So, yeah, I got a tattoo. You went to Disney. Now we're just gonna have to reverse roles. I'm gonna have to go to Disney. I'll get Joe's first tattoo. Hmm. Right? Hmm. Yeah. No? no. 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 No tattoo. No. You never wanted one. Never. Uh, nope. Missing out, sir. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So. We will be talking some Black Adam, but you know what? Actually, before we we get into like any real 
hard hit news. Did you see the trailer for Creed Three? Yes, I did. Holy fuck, that looks good as fuck, dude. Not only does it look good as fuck, but Kang is fucking jacked, dude. Dude, Holy it's shit. Kang versus Killmonger. I mean, it's like crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, it's. Like, I, I don't know. The only thing that the only thing that concerns me is, it, it just from a thinking about like boxing and a title thing like if he is out of prison how is he gonna fight creed who is what is he supposed to be the champion you know obviously it's a friend thing and then they you know oh, it's gonna have to be a fast forward through time kind of thing do you think so I, or, or is it gonna I, be or is think, it gonna be like well no, actually no I, they I were in front of people like a ton of time. Yeah, they showed him fighting like a lot of people. So I think there will be like a good 3 years where he'll probably have like six fights where he's like super decisive. He barely gets touched. He's just like knocking motherfuckers out left and right and they're just like, "Okay, this dude's totally got a but shot." But do you, do you think do you think like just that that's kind of a tropey story, you know, that uh, all those uh, dude, you know one of them Rocky and you stole my life trophy. and yeah, you have the life but... that I'm supposed to have and yeah but like I'll, look at all those fucking Rocky movies they're all tropey every one of them like you can't tell me fucking none of them are cheesy or tropey they're all the same story basically and, and it's just it's gonna have to be how they pull it off because the the thing it doesn't have going for it is that Michael B. Jordan isn't the greatest of actors. That being said, he does really good in these Creed movies. Like, he was really good as Killmonger. I liked him as Killmonger. And he's really pretty decent as the, in the Creed movies. But the other thing it doesn't necessarily have going for it either is Michael B. Jordan is also directing. Yeah. So it like it could kind of depending on how much he can rein himself in and make himself look good, I'll be interested. But yeah, no Rocky, I don't know no Rocky in this one. No Rocky, and and I'm fine with that. Like I think I think eventually you have to kind of wean Sylvester Stallone off of that franchise anyway. So might as well, but. I like those Creed movies, man, and those and this one looks like it looks like it's going to be a fun Rocky style esque movie. Like it kind of looks, it almost looks like a bit of an homage to Rocky Five with Tommy Gunn, how he fucking like brings him up and then fucking he gets turned and all that shit. Like it has that same kind of feel. I it, I get it. It's a different trope and everything else, but it has that same vibe of we know how it's gonna end. It's you know there's no way that Creed's not gonna fucking come out on top, but at the same time it's like fucking high impact drama for the sake yeah. of high impact drama. It's really gonna fucking just come down to how good the fight scenes are and how good they pull off their characters. Because fucking, what's his name? Jonathan Majors is mm-hmm. the guy who plays. That dude can act his ass off. 
Oh yeah. So I'm not worried about that. Like I, he'll be fun to watch play that character in a big way, and just watching him. They're like that. Fucking Christ! I could not believe how jacked he was. That, <laughs> that was fucking stupid. I was like, what the fuck? Holy mm. shit! That that dude's almost rock big. Like yes. Dumb. Holy fuck, dude. Like, if that's what Ant-Man has to go up against, sorry, Scott, you don't have a chance. Right, You're, you're yeah. just fucked. <laughs> you're done. But that was, I really liked that trailer. What was the other trailer I saw where I was like, oh, that fucking, did you see that Christopher Nolan tease trailer? No. Okay. I can't, I don't even remember the name of the movie. I fucking hate Christopher Nolan. I think he's pretentious as fuck. This looks like it's going to be another one of his pretentious movies. And unfortunately, he keeps dragging Cillian Murphy into these movies. And I fucking love that dude. So I will probably watch it. But I'm so sick of this, like, Christopher Nolan being all smarter than everybody else in the room. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's just that's there's no getting around that. It's just the way he is. Oh, so I'm so over it. Um. Fuck, what else did I... I thought I saw another preview that I was like... I got super jazzed about, and now I'm blanking on it. Let me let me see. Let me look at my little list here to see what I, what I put on oh. there. Did I do anything? Oh, and I, I got a little rant, too. Fuck GameStop. Um, my fucking copy of Gotham Knights is not at my house yet. I am fucking super pissed. Super pissed. What the like? Where? Where did you? Why did you? I did it. Best Buy, man. Because I had a fucking gift card to GameStop, so I was like, "Fuck it, I might as well use it." The motherfuckers. I'm like, "Mm." I. Part of me thought, "I'll just go to the store, reserve it." Like, there's a fucking GameStop, fucking probably five miles from my house, and I'm like, "Nah, fuck it." I'll just have it sent here. Fucking, I'll use everything online and everything. That motherfucking thing is still stuck in Tennessee right now. I'm like, son of a bitch. I wanted that downloaded. I wanted to play that shit this weekend. Motherfuckers. Oh, I'm so pissed. Yeah, because when you because uh, you're gonna have to download like a 20 gigabyte whatever as soon as you get it. Yeah, so it's gonna go for hours anyway. Yeah. I'm like the fuck, dude. I got I I want to be able to play this fucking game, not sit there and just watch it download for half a day. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Don't even have the fucking courtesy to email me and be like, "Oh, your shit's running late." No, fuck GameStop, man. Yeah, that I'm I'm not doing that shit again. Yeah. Well, I just uh, saw the. Uh... They released some footage for the new God of War Ragnarok, and mm-hmm. it's and one of the stories I read at dinner was that they're going to have a special 120 hertz mode for if you have a compatible TV and all that. That thing was going to run like butter. So, <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of the what one of the things they're bagging on uh, Gotham Knights is it's only 30 frames a second, which is really no excuse for nowadays no. not to run 60. Uh, so that was, that was kind of the start. It had, it's getting mediocre reviews. Um, not bad, but universally it's not, 
it's nowhere near the Arkham games, so. Yeah. I've been fucking waiting for this game, though. Man, I've been fucking dying to play it so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nothing for the trailers, huh, sir? No. Nope. All right. Uh, Let's just hit some of the shit that we've watched. Uh, Do kind of quick rundowns of... Okay. Of a... or rehashing of the shit that we talked about on Tales from the Yard. Um, fucking, we uh, we we've gone through She-Hulk, and yes, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry for those who did not enjoy this series and and expected something else. I the the people who have legitimate gripes with that, like wanted it more serious, kind of wanted more of a lawyer show, whatever. Like, I get those gripes. I, and I'm fine with people who are like, ah, I wasn't a fan of, show, of the show because of that. I was expecting something different. Totally get it. That's legitimate. Anybody who hated this show for the shit that it made fun of deserved it. Because this show was so much fun. It knew its audience. It like It, it knew what it was didn't want to be anything else other than what it was. Um, didn't give a shit that it knew that it was having cameos and would have fucking it, it. Like the fourth wall breaks were just perfect. Like really letting you know that it was in on the joke the whole time, but yet still a good enough story where it wasn't just fucking just trash. Like, if you really uh, the, the best thing about this show is I got to watch it twice all the way through already because um, I watched it as it would air mm-hmm. that on Thursday morning by myself and then I watch it with my wife except I waited to till it was almost done and binged it with her um, one of the things I really liked with this movie what what the show did was if you binge it you see the connective threads of where it can go into the MCU, but yet still be a lighthearted comedy and mm-hmm. kind of like keep its own character without compromising what it is. I just, I fucking in, totally enjoyed it. I, I thought the humor hit dead on. Uh, fucking Tatiana Maslany is a fucking acting gem. Like I, I loved her in Orphan Black. Like that is still to me one of the most mind bending performances I'll ever see on screen. The way that she could just do that, yeah, was was amazing. So her as Jennifer and She Hulk, like I just fucking loved it. I I love her as that character. It was fun seeing her have fun and just laugh with it and everything and i'm I'm not even kidding fucking the people who had an issue with the end credit scenes and got them stopped halfway through the season that pissed me off because i don't give a shit how silly they were i so enjoyed every end credit scene every one of them like her twerking i thought was fucking hilarious like i just died laughing i was like oh my god that's funny as shit okay come on um but those last two episodes 
those last two episodes fucking nailed that show. Like, to a T, probably some of the funniest, most laugh-out-loud-in-my-own-office-by-myself moments on Mm -hmm. television. Like, just fucking brilliant. Yeah, when the... the, At the wedding... When it got into like the electric slide, the fight and everything, I was dying. It was yeah. like I go, this is perfect. I go, this is absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I really didn't I didn't find a bad episode. Like I was never bored. I I found it all really charming, really funny. So I fucking Tupperware or not Tupperware. Oh my god, I got on that fucking tales from the yard. Readings again. Um, I Jedi that whole first season i had a blast fucking i loved it I, I can't wait for season two and when at the end when she said she smashed daredevil i fucking rolled oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. god i laughed so fucking hard kevin feige being the robot oh my god brilliant with the hat and everything just a fucking i give it up for that show it was it was just just fun like in the pantheon of the mcu i don't know where i would put it because it's kind of its own entity but mm, so much fun couldn't recommend that show enough yeah um (laughs) a show i could recommend to no one at all is quantum leap <laughs> so we we were we did not want this reboot. Um there's a very good reason as to why we didn't want this reboot and the the whole everything we thought about this show has come true. Um we we knew we knew it couldn't rely on not bringing up the original series and the only time that this show is good is when it does reference the original series exactly um, yeah the 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 only really known actor is ernie hudson who's come on his best days were ghostbusters he's, guys yeah he's so. he, he's not great <laughs> No, um, not at all. I mean, this is, for the most part, these are all, they're getting cheap. They're getting away cheap on the show because they they don't have anybody that is really established. I mean, the, what's her name? Allison, his, his fiance, this is her first mm-hmm. major acting role. So, um, I really... I, th- this is a show that if they could have if they could have just continued and got Scott Bakula and done the Sam Beckett story to do something with him yeah. I I think it could have worked you know something that's whatever 13 15 episodes something like that because you know that's the story that we want to see um, mm-hmm. most of the people on the, sh- uh, the actors, the guy who plays Ben, there's, there's no charisma. There's no heart. I mean, I, I started to rewatch from episode one, the original quantum leap. And it's just, I mean, even the, the, you know, the, the pilot, which is a two parter, you know, yeah, 
it's uh you know, if anybody remembers, is that you know, he, you know, uh, Al is telling him about how brilliant he is, and, and then this was when he had leaped into the baseball player, and he's like, and I, I can't even remember my last name. And then Al tells him his last name, and then he calls his dad, and yeah. it, it's just, and that that scene has so much heart, uh, and they just don't have that. They just don't have that on the show. Um, so, I don't no, know. The, so like I, one of the things that they're cr- kind of trying to cheap out on is getting those moments that Sam got, as opposed to Ben. So like his connection is going to be Allison. That's going to be his heart, like his those heart moments. But it's kind of cheaping out because he's already remembered that she's his fiance yes and he's she's always gonna be right there like there's no like even though he's trying to get back to where he originally left from he's still not missing out because she's still right there he still has her so there's not that longing there's not that oh my god like I think part of what the original show did that helped with its heart was you never saw what was going on back exactly in the future. Yeah, you like, only we didn't, saw Sam's perspective, him, and that was him it. and Al. Him yeah. and Al. That yeah. was it. And e- even Al wasn't in the whole thing. Like this is totally just Sam's show, and Al is popped in. And the other thing that that show had, like, even if Scott Bakula wasn't well-known when he got that, Dean Stockwell has been acting for a fucking long time. Dean Stockwell Stockwell was a name when he was on that show. So you at least have a solid actor at, like, helping this newer actor in this show. So you kind of get that mentor role anyways, offset. But, and and I said this on Tales from the Yard, is all these shows nowadays try to, like, cram in as many people and be as diverse as possible instead of just focusing on a good story. It's like, can we get, like, the... the the lead has to be can't be just a a white dude anymore. It has to be a, another. You got you go a, yeah. You go through the checklist like whatever. Yeah, it it really is a checklist. It's not like, and and I'm fine with diversity because fucking let, let me tell you, I I will defend She Hulk to the day I die. I think, and I I will defend diversity to the day I die. I have no problem with any of that. But when you're doing it for a checklist show and it just it doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel organic. And you know what it's doing. Like, I got, I, I you know, I, I've said on this show that I've made the mistake of telling my wife that most of the shows that we watch are really her shows and I only watch them because she likes them. And yeah. they really kind of suck. <laughs> Which doesn't always go over well. But one of the things when I told her about this and why I dislike these shows so much about how formulaic they are and how, you know, checklist they are with 
oh, we got to make sure we have this. We got to make sure we have that in this episode and all this stuff. As we're watching a show like The Equalizer, which is a huge, huge proponent of checklist shows. She sat there and looked at me and goes, oh, my God, I see what you're talking about. She goes, I still super enjoy it. She goes, but I see what you're talking about. And, she, and like now she'll even kind of bust on some of these shows with me. So it, you know, it, that's the problem. That's a huge problem with this version of Quantum Leap is you're getting a team. We don't need the team. It, it, this show is going to work much better with just Ben. You give Ben time to learn the role. You you give Ben time to fucking kind of find who he is as a character. And with Amnesia, you can do that. But the fact that we know everything that's going on in the future or the present or whatever, wherever the Leap Center is, like, really just takes a lot of your imagination and and storytelling away from the viewer and it's it's not good it's really <laughs> not good at all um the last not this the most recent episode because i haven't watched that one yet but the last episode before this most recent one where they're kind of telling ernie hudson's character's story and why he's involved with the project and he's talking about how he was one of the people that Sam Beckett had leapt into. That's a that's a smart bit of writing. I and let me tell you, I, it was an episode that I clearly remember. Oh, I remember that because that, it that, was wasn't all that, about wasn't, him being in Vietnam, and that was and isn't that the saving one, his brother, saving his brother, else. and and when he and and if you if I'm not mistaken, he say he saved his brother. But someone else died because of that. Yes. Like, because yep. there's always a cost. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think that I think that's something in the episode that Al was talking about. Like, you just can't. You you can't. Well, I don't know how. However, he put it. But right. that that was uh, that was a major episode as far as yeah. saying that. Yeah, I I'm here. To do something, but I'm since I now have a family member here, I'm going to do that instead. And you caused someone else who you were involved with in the episode to die that wasn't supposed to. You know, that's and it was someone related to Sam, too. Yeah, Sam or Al. And like, I can't remember what it was, but it was Sam or Al that were affected by how he ended up saving the this Ernie Hudson's brother and everything. But I, I'm telling you, that was the, like, out of this entire new run, that was the only good part. But, like again, it, if you can bring me back to that original series and, like, just make me feel that way, then you're going to have me. But the, you can't do it with this focusing on so many people. He Ben really needs to be the sole focus. Those stories need to be the sole focus of the show not what are we doing and what is al's daughter doing like i i don't fucking care you know like i want updates through allison it it uh, i don't want to see everything happening and then her have to 
re-explain everything to Ben. I was, it's not, it's, let, let me say this. For a show that I have to watch because of my wife, it's, it's dealable. I, yeah. I can, I can watch it and, and look for the things that spark remembrance, the, the member berries. But I, if I were watching this just as like, fuck it, it's on, I'd be pissed. I, I, there's no way I'd ever continue watching it. It's not, not that good. Um, the funny thing though is I don't think my wife ever watched the original Quantum Leap. She's oh, like, Jesus. I don't think I've ever seen these shows. I'm like, oh my god, they're oh my so god. good. But that's that's not that's not abnormal because she's still never seen Princess Bride either. Okay. So she's she's not she was not big into entertainment like I was when I was a kid. So it's not overly surprising, but I would have I would have thought she would have liked Quantum Leap. I, I may try to get her to watch some of those episodes because I I really fucking miss those those shows like when they were talking just talking about it and I'm remembering I'm like oh my god I fucking I forgot about that episode and that episode was one of the best like easily one of the top five shows of that series so fuck um. What else have we watched? Oh, we're both caught up on House of the Dragon. Yes, we are. Um, fuck. Okay, so I don't think we've really talked since we've gotten through the first episode or two, maybe. I don't think so. Um, a lot has happened. Um, to be very honest and transparent, when they did the jump, of aging all the kids yeah to like the more recent age and stuff like that <clears throat> i got really thrown and i had to take a break i actually didn't watch i i stopped getting current on it because i was just like uh these the the time jumps are fucking killing me like i, I it felt hard to kind of find that constant connective thread um, that being said, after I fucking got through the most, like, three recent episodes, holy fuck, um, they cut a motherfucker's head in half. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, to the point where I literally was in my office, I'm like, oh, shit, and Shannon yelled in or like are you okay and i'm like yeah yeah and it just yeah. kind of slid off it was like yeah you heard the sound and <laughs> oh my god it is it's knowing getting to where they are right now i have so much hope for the future of this show oh me where too. i'm just like oh my god i can't wait to see how this fucking plays out because one of the things that I'm really, I, that I want to find out is where exactly all this lands in the timeline. Like, I want to know how exactly these Targaryens are related to Daenerys and how long it takes to get to that point because they're really skipping time and going through the generations pretty quickly. So, 
I actually, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I thought they were gonna kill off Matt Smith in the first season. They still might. I guess they have one episode left, He's so great. they still might. But oh my god, he is like. He's one of the most vile characters, but yeah, by the end of this first season, you're kind of rooting for him. Yeah. Like, you're kind of like, you get on his side. And and that was the other thing that kind of threw me off in the beginning was his motivation. Like, it kind of seemed a little wishy-washy, like his motivation against him and his brother and the fights that they were having, but it just like, now that if you look at them as snapshots and getting them to where they are now, it makes a little more sense. It, I think it. this is one of those shows that's hard to watch week from week. And you either have to have fucking subtitles on and pay complete attention or you have to let shit build up and just watch a bunch in a row and then like fucking start understanding the story. Plus, at least plus, you, my, plus you have right? to watch it. Plus you have to, it's a very dark. So you have to watch it, yeah. you know, with lights off and things like that. But uh, the, the other thing that they've done a tremendous job is every, almost universally every person who they cast is, is phenomenal from the mm-hmm. kids to the adults, to the side characters. I mean, just brilliant casting and acting all the way around. And yeah. um, uh, like I said, I know uh, I wasn't, I was, I was wondering, I was, you know, about the King and all that. And I, 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 I kind of came around on his, his portrayal. Cause I'm like, he's, He's not a buffoon. He's just he's just a guy that wants everyone to get along. So he's not like right. an asshole. He's not a tyrant and he's so it, and I, I I just I really like what they've done and again, I've never read any of the books and anything like that. So I'm all coming to this fresh and uh I think it's just it's you know special effects are great. Dragons look great set design looks good. It's just everything about it is top notch. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, what they really got right is, is how they shoot it. Um, I think they learned a lot from doing game of Thrones and making the dragons feel really a part of the world and like learning how to kind of, like cover their CGI so it looks a little more realistic. Like if you watch the last couple of episodes, like once you know that you're getting into like heavy CGI, they start making the fucking like they make shit steamy and stuff like that. Like they learn how to cover things up to make it look a little bit better. Like maybe the area is a little foggy at this time or whatever. Like they, they've done it really well so that, they're getting away with the look of it, just making it look fucking spectacular as opposed to like, yeah, that dragon looks kind of fucked up. Like all of it looks a fucking amazing. Un- unbelievable. And you're right. Not a bad actor in any of that. Like y- you can't find fault with any of the kids, which you can almost always find fault with. Like, um, Sansa in, in, game of thrones was just like super obnoxious almost the whole way 
like and and I'm not finding it like even though I don't I dislike the characters that they're playing I don't dislike the job that they're doing if that makes sense yeah so, yeah and I really yeah. like the I really liked the young versions of uh what Allison and and yeah them so I was I like can't. oh they time jumped it but the 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 older actors are, are great too so I know it's like they picked up and like that 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 was like once they did that I because uh, I was a little thrown and I'm just like oh fuck because like I was I think I was really getting into that part of the story and I'm just like oh shit if this is gonna be what it is I'm fucking down let me let me see what the how this works out and then they fucking time jump fucking 10 15 years and you're like wait what the whoa what the fuck but the fact that the actresses really kept with the characters brilliant oh my god brilliant like yeah mm, phenomenal job absolutely uh fuck i don't i don't i can't think of anything else i've really watched of significance been watching lego masters because that shit's awesome um Oh, I've so <laughs> what everyone has been waiting for is my Andor um, review, and I don't know. I, I I like the most recent episode a little bit more because it's not so. I'm not into the bank heist part of it. Yeah, to me, and, and, and the bank heist was boring as fuck. Leading up to it was boring boring as fuck seeing where they are now i get why they they had to do the bank heist that being said they they didn't need to spend fucking four episodes on planning it can can i just can i just pick up like and watch the recap of like the most recent episode i would i you you totally could um that being said, this like this most recent episode, it, it's not action packed. I don't want it to be. I, I one of the things that when we were talking about in Tales from the Yard is Jake was like, "Oh, you know, I really like that Star Wars can do something different," and I'm I'm totally down for that. I'm I'm down for seeing a different side of Star Wars. But I want it to be interesting. I want it to be how the Empire functions, which Andor kind of does. And in and, and this most re- recent episode, they kind of they definitely get into the politics a little bit more like the boring shit that was in episode one, the politics of episode one, which is what turned us all off when we were younger. I'm like fucking drawn to now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm fucking like I'm into like like you get a shot of one of the senators in the senate room and there's barely any senators in there and they're all no one's paying attention like you're still trying to govern and like you can just kind of see people like have given up and the emperor's really taking control and just using the senate as really just kind of a facade like yeah there's a senate but they don't do shit um but you see that kind of like ours yeah exactly oh fucking (laughs) totally exactly um 
But then you see like the behind the scenes shit of how the Empire really is working. Like you see who's running shit and what they're doing and how they're planning for the rebels and stuff. And I'm fucking down for all of that. That's the stuff that's interesting to me. And now that Andor is not, or yeah, that Andor is not doing the heist and he's back home and he's trying to like get his shit and get out of there and him like getting pulled into the resistance. That shit's interesting to me and how they're getting all these people to kind of like, usher him into joining the resistance and the, and their thought process. Like now it's getting interesting, but four episodes on a fucking bank heist did not. And on a boring as fuck bank heist at that, like yeah. that four episodes to do that, that are super fucking boring anyways, is not a way to run your show. Well, and I think if you, if you remember, I mean, some of the episodes of The Mandalorian would show, like, the bureaucracy and the inner workings of, you know, just far yeah. out outposts and, and, you know, like, just bureaucracy. That that was more interesting, how they did it uh, with those things uh, versus how what I've seen so far with, with Andor. And I yeah. guess my, my point or my issue just initially when they talked about the show was about a character that really didn't care about for the most part even in rogue one <laughs> right you know what i mean so it's not like oh i want to see more of andor right. so uh yeah really what they should have done is just kind of basis on the like they they should have just named this fucking rebellion and or something like the alliance and and just it's about how the the rebellion is born and the fucking behind the scenes bullshit of the empire. Like you don't need to have Palpatine. Like they actually reference him in this most recent episode. And it like, you feel it, you feel the presence. When they say it, you're like, Ooh, okay. I'm fuck. Like you kind of buy into the shit a little bit more and you don't need to see him. I'm that's the show I want. That like I'm totally fine with that kind of show, and it you know that's not you're not dealing with legacy characters necessarily. You're dealing with the beginnings. Like you can bring in new characters. You don't need to connect it. You can connect it by you know it, you don't need Vader and Palpatine to necessarily run the universe. You need seeing all this lower level shit and bureaucracy part of it all because uh, well, well you, you saw the the thing i said during the yard was that uh that irish uh uh little overweight yes man who was like the overly eager yeah number two to the the dude who was like the clueless manager and with the mommy with his mom with the mom issues like i would rather see a series about those three people and like yeah. it's like like the office but from the empire right right yeah exactly absolutely because that dude because the one dude is is like dwight right <laughs> yes. and the, the 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 guy with the mommy issues is like michael scott right he's yes. clueless oh my gosh yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, so, yeah, Andor's okay. Like, I, I'm kind of turned around on it with this most recent episode, but I, 
they got to do something else. Like the you can't, they can't think this is a smashing success. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, no, no one's talking about it. Yeah, week no. to week. Um, I did end up watching the new Hellraiser, which I know you would never ever watch in a no. million years. No. Um, I watched the originals when I was a kid. Fucking loved them. I, I used to read Clyde Barker books, so I love all that fucking craziness and horror shit. Um, that being said, I haven't watched Hellraiser or gave a shit about Hellraiser in decades. Uh, I, you know, after the second one, they definitely went downhill, and I just have, have not enjoyed them for the most part. <clears throat> um, I. So the first half of this movie was boring as fuck. I did not like it. Like the the kill scenes were meh, and it was a lot of story for the sake of story. Like almost it didn't know how to get where it wanted to get fast enough, so they like kept having to draw shit out. Um, they should have just gotten the that the second half of the movie faster. Because the second half of the movie was everything I wanted. I like, honestly, there's a really good movie in here, and you could have done it. I want to see a movie about the Cenobites. Like, if if you know anything about Hellraiser, you know, like, the Cenobites are, like, just fucking demonic fox who just, like, you just, like, want to know how they got into those positions. Because if you end up finishing the puzzle box and you go to hell and survive all this shit you can pick your final form but you're like pretty much a slave to hell and you go around killing motherfuckers who screw with this box basically so the antagonists of this movie are a better story as to how they got there or why they chose what they chose and then you kind of get to the point where okay now you get the story of today and this person who's found the box and what they're trying to do because the second half of this movie was amazing it's so good it was the hellraiser i remembered it gave me that same feeling i knew what was kind of going to happen when it by the end but like how they pulled it off was really well done overall it's probably a padawan at best um but if you change up that first half of that movie that that movie could that 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 could easily compete with one of the og hellraisers is it was just that first half was fucking killer Oh my god, it was awful. I, I was messaging Scott, and I'm just like, dude, your your taste in movies sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I've only done that to him with one movie, and he has held it over my head for fucking ever. Uh, it was some fucking stupid Godzilla movie that he will not let me live down that I just Final Wars, like. right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, something like that. He fucking loved that movie, and I just shit all over that movie, and he never let me live it down. So I always get, I, I'll give him shit about movies that he suggests, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He really liked this movie. 
Um, and I, I, I can see why. Because again, the second half of that movie was fucking fantastic. So much fun. It's like so reminiscent of the original Hellraisers that I bought into it and had a good time. But that first half just fucking blew balls. Um, yeah, it, it was rough. So yeah, I, 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 I felt better that I could tell Scott that at least the second half I really enjoyed because I, I would have hated to go back to him and be like, dude, you, you fucking suck at recommending movies. Um, he almost said, at, at least he's not as bad as Paul Hart. Fucking love Paul Hart, but come on. Bill and Ted face the music, sir. Come on. Um, other than that, I think that's it. I don't think I've seen anything else really worthwhile talking about anyways okay i mean really the only thing that i have to add i mean a couple things i did rewatch dr strange multiverse of madness um yeah pretty did good. it get any better for you it's all right yeah a little bit it's not it's not bad i think they i think they wasted some opportunities on the multiverse stuff but uh it was all right um Lightyear on Disney Plus. Yeah, how'd you like it? Uh, I didn't finish it. I got it was. Oh. I, I think. I think after like forty minutes, I turned it off. I'm like, there's no point to this movie. It, I was literally yeah. bored. Um, so don't know how it ended. Don't care. Chris Evans is a fine Buzz Lightyear, but I just, I, I just thought the story was fucking boring. <laughs> so. Goodbye. Yeah, I honestly um, I don't remember how it ended either. I remember watching it, and I'm like, I really don't remember how it ended. But like, at the same time, I'm like, that eh, is it. Ty, Ty. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, every we talked about everything else. She held Quantum Leap Andor. So, yeah. um, get you know, so we started The Handmaid's Tale back up. I. I have only gotten through one episode. I it that is not a show that I can fucking watch. Like <laughs> I have to give myself good breaks in between episodes because that is fucking dark as shit. Yeah, it it is, and it's uh, whew, man, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, we're caught up, but it's it's yeah. She's she's hardcore this year, man. She's like hell bent for I total bloodlust. So, yeah, that's not a surprise. I I could see that where that's where it was going from a mile away. You you can you can see it in her eyes. She's crazy as shit. Um, I did forget to tell you, I have finally finished the second half of the last season of Ozark. Oh wow! And and. I kind of wish they all died. I, yeah, I was you know, I wasn't happy like, with the ending. So I I I'm not happy with it. I don't hate it, but they really should have not let them live and run off to the sunset. Like to me, if you're gonna kill Ruth, then by every right, the birds deserve to die too. Not that Ruth was a fucking pillar of the community or anything, but if you're going to have a bit of a redemption for anybody in that show, 
Ruth kind of deserved it. And if you're going to kill her off, the birds deserve to die too. So I was not happy. Although me and me and Shannon sat there at the end when the fucking gun goes off. She goes, we both looked at each other like, son of a bitch. Couple a week or so later, I guess she had read an article that there's this rumor going around that the the son didn't end up shooting the reporter that it's led to led you to believe that he actually you're supposed to think he shoots the reporter, but in all actuality he shoots Martin or his mom. Like mm-hmm. I something like that and i'm like no there's no fucking way not after everything they've been through and where they ended up like that's just that's stupidity as far as a theory no i don't buy that bullshit but not happy with the way it ended not at all yeah it would seem to me that it was, it was one of those that kind of like how the game of thrones ended where it was kind of rushed it was like maybe mm-hmm. want to do another season but Netflix wants us to end it, so we have to, like, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. So, yeah. But oh, but yeah. overall, it's a, a super strong show. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that it, it's a great show. Just lousy. Like, and it's not even the entire last season. The last season's fine. It's really just the last episode and how they left it. Like, if... I think I think if you end up changing the last fucking half an hour of that show, dude, that's a fucking solid ending. You have them die somehow. Fuck, so worth it. So uh, it's such a good story. But who knows? I you know I wonder if they didn't like Netflix didn't want to leave it out for a possible movie. Because the way that they left it, the way that they're going, the fact that they're all going to be, like, dealing in politics now, I can see Netflix, like, several years down the road being like, hey, guess what we're going to do? Yeah. I guess. Um, All right. Let's... (laughs) We made you wait almost as long as... The Rock made us wait for Black Adam. <laughs> we will now review Black Adam. Um, I am going to say that outside oh, well, okay. It is my favorite DCEU movie. I cannot include the Batman because that is not DCEU related. Mm-hmm. But of the DCEU movies, that movie was fun. Um, it had it, it's not perfect by any stretch. There's, no, it's there's not. Issues. There's issues with how Black Adam's portrayed, but I think in the end, the overall story of what they make you think, what they end up like their little kind of swerve at the end, whatever. Yeah. I think was fucking brilliant. Um, I really enjoyed all of it. I, 
I got to the point where I kind of thought it was going to go a little long when they brought back, when they bring in the big bad at the end. Yeah. But that being said, I really fucking, this movie flew by. It was fun. It wasn't, it there was cringe moments for sure. But they weren't. It, it was funny when it needed to be. It it felt out of all the DCEU movies where when they've said, "Oh, we're gonna, you know we need to do our version of the MCU," this felt the most MCU of all the movies. I fucking loved it. I Jedi this movie. Um, I can't believe I I I'm saying that. I. I'm with you exactly. I would go watch this again immediately. It's every bit an action blockbuster movie. And I think it completely delivered. Sir. Interesting. Very that's I did not expect that from you. I di- I didn't either. <laughs> I really didn't. Well, so, you know, I, I've i been concerned about this movie just from the aspect of, and we've talked about this, where the trailers had this very simplistic dialogue. The world mm-hmm. needed a hero. It got me. I'm not peaceful, and I don't surrender. Heroes don't kill? Well, I do. I'm like, really? This is, this is the best lines you're going to come up with type thing? Yeah. So I'm so I'm glad that that's about we saw all of that in the trailer. So there wasn't more of that because right because my concern was you have the Rock who is like the most charismatic action star, just general person, celebrity out there. I mean that that uh, show that he had on NBC with with the I forget what it was called Titan Games. Titan Games is just oh my God, great. I fucking love that show. I mean, and and he's just so charismatic, and I'm like, how are they going to do the 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 nature of the Black Adam character is the opposite of that, and yeah. so I I think they did a I think it was very it was a very smart, very interesting way where they they use this the you know her son mm-hmm. using him as like the it was like the straight man versus, you know, the comedian, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And um, so let me go back to being – the first thing I will say is my audio at the theater was <laughs> fucked up. I was so mad, and I went out and complained about it, and they're like, oh, it's doing that again. I'll see I'll, – we'll get it taken care of. It's that was doing 20... it again. Yes. So, oh. um, so the problem was – the the center channel dialogue was probably at half the volume it should have been. So, especially when she was talking, and just, you know, any scenes where there really weren't vocalizing, like you know, like loud, it was like, well, I'm like, what, what, I, I, you know, I, I couldn't understand it. Like, there's some scenes I just don't understand because I couldn't hear what they were talking about. Oh. Uh, and the other problem was. So not just the dialogue. So the the surround sound speakers are only supposed to give you the ambient stuff that would be behind you. 
and it was giving me everything, including muffled dialogue. So Ooh. it was totally. I may go see it again Sunday, just because I'm just so upset about yeah, it. Yeah, I so, think you really need to. So, um, you know, they they the other thing I was concerned about, and at the beginning they were they had done, you know, uh, these Zack Snyder slow mo scenes. Yeah, with, there was a with, lot of that. With that, and with weird cover song choices. Like I, I thought the regular, the Black Adam, the theme and all that. I like, I, I really like that music and and the, the like the Middle Eastern vibe that it had. But yeah. like they did, they did this like Days of Future Past scene where, you know, there's a helicopter blade swinging and then there's this, and so he's setting up all these things, and then when it hits, to normal speed, you know, everyone dies, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but I'm glad they didn't do. They didn't do a lot of that, um, right? But I, I, I was very looking forward. I'm a huge JSA fan. I love Doctor Fate. Uh, I love Hawkman. Um, I, I will venture to say that Doctor Fate kind of stole this movie. I love, like, I love Pierce. Brosnan like honestly, I, I think that was probably one of the most interesting parts about this movie was. Yeah. Doctor Fate, like I once the movie was over, like I would fucking totally watch a Doctor Fate movie, like let's yeah. let's bring that shit to life. Yeah, so uh, you know I loved everything they did about it. Aldous Hodge did a great job as Hawkman. Mm-hmm. He, it was he had some funny scenes with him and Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher. You know we're, we're gonna talk. <laughs> you know yeah we're gonna t- <laughs> you know because you had like the two younger younger you know kids and uh, on the team and it's uh. You, you got uh, you got like uh, the X Men vibe, you know, with that, you know, Hawkman's headquarters and the yeah, sh- you know, the ship coming out of the out, you know, from underneath and all that type of thing. Um, but I thought I thought the movie I thought it flowed really well. Um, I mean, one of the things David I read today and I had to ask you about it. They were like, "This is worse than uh, Morbius," and I was like. I got to talk to David Whoa. about that because I, I, the, so we're, we're looking at it and, and, and my reviews, my review is going to be a very high Padawan. Uh, the, the third act is kind of what that they shoehorned in was. I just didn't care for that. And I, yeah. they did like the wonder woman third act, right? All of a sudden yeah. you got the, the total CGI character and you know, that type of thing. Um, but um, I, I just I, I thought it flowed really well. I thought uh, I I liked the action. I thought there was just enough humor in it. Uh, it, it. I do I do think I was before the movie. I was thinking that man would they have been better off doing the story about the, the whole movie being about the origin and about him becoming the champion. And, and, you know, he, whereas, you know, then the power begins to corrupt him kind of like Sinestro yeah. and Green Lantern, right? That's the same kind yeah. of thing that happens where, you know, he becomes like the ruler of this world type thing. Uh, but I, I do like, I do like the direction that they, they went. I do like the, you know the twist where the son was the one who who got the powers and gave yeah. him up to save the dad, and so I, I 
then then I bought the rage. Like then I understood. Okay, I can now I can understand why this guy does what he does. Yeah. Um, and uh, I thought special effects were good. Uh, loved all the Doctor Fate stuff. Loved the Hawkman stuff. Um, and uh, you know they they. Well, we can just start talk. We can just talk about it. So I so I gave a very very high Padawan. I was very surprised because I was worried about looking at. Th- and you shouldn't look at Rotten Tomatoes. I'm okay, but no. I think the audience score is what this movie is. The audience score is in the high 80s, and that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah. That is that yeah, is what it is. it's a it's a fun movie. It's 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 barely two hours, I think, because it started at four and it was done at six oh five, I think. Uh, so uh, could they have made it 15 minutes longer and done some more things? Yes, uh, but like I said, I think the th- for me the the third act piece is with that villain I, I i think they could have come up with something else uh but i understand what they had to do and um yeah. they did a real quick real quick turnaround of him being depowered and then coming back well so. see and and i agree but i again i had the same issue with the um a third act as you did like i once you got to that point, it felt like it kind of should have been over and bringing him back to life. Like, eh, the fuck? But I think you're right. If you do this movie differently, where you show kind of the origin story first and play that out a little bit more, and then you do the time jump, and then instead of getting to that third act where he has to get depowered and he gives himself up like instead of all that he doesn't you know he may succeed at doing what he did but instead of like depowering and going like he cut the, the fucking villain comes back sooner as opposed to taking 20 minutes out of this story to get to that point again. So, and then you have a fucking huge, well, you've also, you know, you, you could have done something. So, you know, part of this story is about, you know, Kandak has been under inner gang control for 25 years. And so the people there are rightly so like, okay, JSA, what the fuck have you been doing? I, right. I like I totally was on their side. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you're 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 keeping the status quo and not helping these people. So you could have you could have done something instead of having this devil sabak or whatever, you could have had right. it, you know, where they're they they're mining this shit, right? And it's just it's it's going to cause a natural disaster, you know? All over, all over Kandak, and you know you could do some story with that where he's going all over trying to trying to trying to save, and, and in the meantime killing these people, and JSA is still trying to stop him. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's I guess a lot of things you could do. I think um, uh, in was, in the end, I I don't mind so much the the story of Sabak because it. In it, it gives a reason for his rage and a way to unleash his rage. So, like, just being a, a fucking mining town in, in a natural disaster, 
you you need to be able to explain his his rage and why he would be able to unleash it on something. So I, I'm fine with that. You just it, it needs to be a bit tighter story in in general as opposed to it was it was super tropey with the fucking Wonder Woman third act, like you said. Like that that's a perfect yeah. way to put it, really. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like you know, and it. I looked at it as a Hollywood blockbuster. Like this is, this is more of a blockbuster that DC has put out. Like felt like it's put out than well, and it yeah. has in a while. You and, know, and it's like, I was it was just I was, fun. Yeah, and I was and I was very impressed with the way that he dispatched people. <laughs> I thought it oh, was yeah. there was all, all different ways, all different kinds. Uh, I, I really I really like the way it's just like they do in like the Injustice game where he was literally floating and going through walls just yeah everywhere. You know, it wasn't it, it was very different and it reminded me of the video games and uh I, I thought I thought like I said, the way they the way they used his powers was good. Um you know, it had had just enough humor. Um, that I said, last suit, when he showed up in that last suit, dope yeah. as fuck. That was that was the fucking shot right there. I was like, oh, okay, because like, I I was kind of bummed when they fucking took off the the cloak and shit like that. But I was like, all right, I get it, whatever, that's fine. And then like. Throughout most of the movies, in this fucking rundown, fucking beat up, beat a shit suit, like doesn't look. It, it looks fine, but like it's just battle worn as fuck, dude. Like it, it wasn't crisp, it wasn't sharp or anything, and I'm, I just wanted it to pop. When he showed up in that third act, that fucking suit popped, like just popped. I was like, oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, and so one of my other questions was, okay, so Amanda Waller, like, why is the JSA working for her? Like, yeah, yeah, that it's a weird, like, that was part that I was, I was kind of like, the... I, I guess you're using Amanda Waller to kind of connect your movies. Like she's going to be your, she's going to be your Nick Fury. Right. But like that being said, like there was, I mean, it's not a huge they, they, deal. You you can extrapolate I, I what, what they're they trying do. to do, but we, right. we know her of, of, you know, and especially with, you know, the peacemaker show is that, she's the the asshole you know right. overseeing like the suicide squad so now but now she's not you're doing that and now she's she, like part of the government like, yeah like that's kind of what it feels like like she's kind of more like the superhero dispatcher like she just runs all of it like, yeah i i guess i don't know I, that was kind of weird. Um, I and I think they really painted themselves into a corner. Uh, one of the things we didn't talk about yet um, is that Warner Brothers already fucking announced Flash too, 
the fucking I'm like, dude, no. Like I, I, I like get... I told you like I told you, David, this the same week the story is Ezra Miller faces up to twenty six years in prison and then Warner Brothers announces uh, we've got a script for Flash Two. It's like um, tone deaf. Anyone? Anyone? I, yeah, I know. Like, dude, he. They don't. I don't get why they're painting themselves into a corner. Like, I think that is probably the thing. I, I get what they did, I, and you're right. They they're trying to MCU this up, and I I get that, and I'm fine with it. But. Be smart. Like, if you're going to reference the shit, reference Aquaman. Because you know you have two coming out. You know fucking... You're good with Jason Momoa so far. Like, he, you, he's not in any weird sexual allegations being brought up on him. He seems like to be a good dude. Uh, you, you fucking... You can name drop Wonder Woman because you're not necessarily done with her, even though... It, they seem to kind of not be doing anything with her after 84. Um, and then you bring back Cavill, but fuck dude, like don't, don't shoehorn yourself in with that flash. Don't be yeah. stupid and don't, don't try to be do too much. Cause I think that that was one of the things that I disliked was that felt a little, too much like i to be honest the kids room was awesome if i was that fucking kid i'd be i'd be fucking psyched to have that room um and and that all of that shit was fine but don't chew yourself shoehorn yourself in with ezra miller don't get attached yeah. to these characters and this universe if you're not really intending on like because if rock gets control and can fucking do this all the more power to him. But there's no way he's going to put up with Ezra Miller's bullshit. Yeah. Like, well, let's, let's talk about the worst kept secret. Um, because <laughs> so if you remember during Comic-Con during the panel, a fan asked who would win in a fight, you know, black Adam or Superman. And, you know, Dwayne Johnson said, well, it depends on who plays Superman. And he goes through this long spiel. And I thought, I would have laid money that Henry Cavill was coming out from backstage. And if you remember yeah. when we talked about it and that didn't happen, I said, I said, if he doesn't have Cavill in this movie in some capacity, he's fucking just messing with fans and that's wrong. So I give him credit uh, for what happened. And this apparently didn't, wasn't shot until mid September. So I was spoilers post you know, mid credit scene. Uh, for whatever reason, Black Adam comes to the task for that, like the the raft kind of thing from Marvel, right? Is that where he went? What was that? I'm sorry, Shannon fucking That's busted it. Was it on me. Is that where he went? Like the the post credit where he went to like to the raft? Is that is that? I where no, he... I think so. I think he was still in that throne area. Okay, and like. That makes more so, sense because I was like, yeah, "Why would he be going so, there?" Yeah, I I think he was still in that throne area, so I don't know if that's going to be like his base of operations or whatever. But that's like 
how fucking Amanda Waller then gets her drone there and sets so, up a okay, video so she ba- And she basically says, basically stay in Kandak, you know? You, that's you, that's yeah. your prison now. And he's like, well, there's no one on this planet that can stop me. And she says, basically says, well, I can call in a favor or something. And I, can, just, I can get I can call in a favor from someone not from this planet or yeah so then he destroys not from this planet he destroys the drone and then you get this smoke and then you get fucking glorious Henry Cavill in a bright Superman outfit with just a beautiful yellow and he's got he's got like a little S curl David and they yep. they've got the the bars from John Williams Superman. And he basically says, it's been a while since anyone made the world this nervous. Uh, yeah. You know, Black Adam, he's like, we need to talk. And I was like, I knew it was coming, but it was still great. Yeah. Um, and then you get all the news this week that Man of, Teal's, Man of Steel 2 script is is active. And... You know, he he's apparently he's got another cameo in the Flash. I guess he shot two cameos. So this and he shot the Flash. So, and initially, before all of this, the Flash movie was going to basically wipe him out of the continuity. And apparently, that's now reversed. <laughs> that's now reversed with everything because oh, Dwayne Johnson sake, literally willed this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good for him. I I hope fucking uh, like you were saying before we started recording that uh, someone close to Dwayne Johnson's trying to get to be the Kevin Feige of all of yeah. this, which would be real nice because if there's going to be anybody who can get shit done, it's going to be The Rock. Um, that dude just seems to be able to move mountains, I guess. Um, yeah, the the you know the he said he wants a a you know Black Adam versus Superman, so that would probably be a Black Adam two after a Man of Steel two, and eventually he's got to go against Zachary Levi, and the I just don't see that. That's the only part I don't see. That I I I the, I saw that fucking trailer today. Oh yeah, that was oh, one of my God. that was one of my trailers. Um, I just that I I fucking I hate see that movie. I don't. I see I hate that first movie. I don't like. I I already don't like the looks of the second movie. Like, it, you know what it feels like to me? It feels like a fucking Power Rangers show. That's really what it feels like to me. I don't. Yeah, not, not a fan. Not a fan yeah. at all. It, I, it's not. And I don't it's not. Know how it's not in. Again, I'm not. I just don't like the humor. I don't. Yeah. I just not funny. I don't think he's funny. It, I just don't think he's right for the role. Um, the the costume looks better. All their costumes look much better. I mean, yeah. a thousand times better. But um, you know, I just don't. I don't see it. But yeah, like I said, I would watch Black Adam over and over again. Mm-hmm. before watching Shazam again. Oh, uh, yeah, a million times easily. I like I, again, Black Adam was just fun. Like I felt like I felt like I was a teenager again watching a fucking Schwarzenegger movie or something like that, a Stallone movie. Like he like the the amount of carnage that they fucking let him get away with in oh, this yeah. movie. 
I was fucking shocked. He melts human beings. They he fucking rips a dude's arm off. He yeah, I was beats gonna say people that. with other people. Like it was absolutely as brutal as any of those fucking like Schwarzenegger movies. Like easily, it it was fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. Um, was was one of the things that was, and I thought I had spoiled myself is when I was on IMDb, um, Sarah Shahi, uh, you know who's you know the kid's mom, she's mm-hmm. listed as ISIS on IMDb. I'm like, oh wow, they're gonna she gonna get some kind of powers during the movie or something? But apparently that never happens. <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, you know, like the Shazam and ISIS hour, right? You know, from the old yep. TV show. So um, I, I love her as an actor. She's not in enough things. Um, and uh, the, uh, what else? <laughs> this is funny, dude. The, the, let's talk about some of the Dr. Fate stuff where he's, you know, looking over the brother who's got shot and he's like, you know, this, I've seen your future. This, this is not, this is not your end. He's, well, how do I die? You just stay away from electricity. He's like, I'm an electrician. <laughs> <gasps> um, yeah, I, I just I like the way Pierce Brosnan carried himself as Doctor Fate. You know, yeah, absolutely. I could not agree with you more. Um, he he brought like he brought that believability to it. Like it wasn't even like I felt very much into that character. Like if he, if they announced the Dr. Fate movie and said he was coming back, I'd be fucking down for it in a heartbeat in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, it, um, spe- the, you know, some of the special effects in the, you know, what he did with his powers, um, uh, did some like, you know, like in in the Marvel movies, like that Doctor uh, Doctor Strange, like that mirror universe, you know, yeah, cracked stuff, you know, as force fields and multiplying himself, and um, I, I yeah, I, I he had some funny lines in it. Um, what did you think uh, of uh, Hawkman overall? Like, did you love? Uh, what did you think of the suit and? Um, I, I, I did like it. Um, a lot of people are com- were complaining like Hawkman purists. Number one, complaining about his race. I'm like, fuck you. Like, get, are you kidding me? What? He reincarn he reincarnates like over the centuries. Like, you tell me he's not going to reincarnate into someone who's black. I mean, it's like okay, fine. But um, you know, they're like, oh, the why is it you know red and gold and not the green and all that like i'm not worried about that um i i uh i liked i liked it. i really did like everything about hawkman uh i thought he was a badass uh i thought they had really good special effects with the wings and with the mace that turns into the axe and you know it's all the stuff we wanted to see um and you know he was a leader and i liked that I, yeah. you know, he's, I, I still think that the, the dude, Michael Shanks from Smallville, I think he played a, one of the best Hawkmen, you know? So, yeah. uh, but you know, as far as movie wise, oh yeah, this, 
this is great. Like I, I need to see more of JSA. I just, I would love to see, see something else with them in it. So, yeah, I, I think the one thing that they missed out on I, that I would have loved to seen was he never, ever got a shot in with the mace. Like, like to me, uh, that would have been fucking key. It's it, to be able to land a shot with the mace on Black Adam and see the the damage it would like. Not even well, dude, the and the mace, the mace done. is like, is nth metal, so it's right. not like it's just steel. Right. Like to me, I think that was that was my one big complaint was every time they fought, I I wanted him to get rocked by that fucking mace so goddamn hard, and I I didn't need him to be like. Even if he brushed it off, okay? Even if you're going to brush it off, the fucking look of that would have been badass. And I thought it was sorely lacking. Like, you really missed. Like, you think about moments in the MCU of, like, fucking Hulk just smashing shit randomly. and Or, or like moment like fucking cap getting the shield in endgame and and the the first time he hit someone with molnir like those moments fucking live in in movie memories forever it would have been fucking dope to see that maze just hit him in the face once well what i what, a, so this the scene that i would picture david is they're they're battling on the ground and he gets an uppercut with the mace, which brings Black Adam up in the air. And then Hawkman, and you get an awesome shot of him just zooming up and then macing him back down to Earth, you know, down into a yeah. crater. Poof. Right. Like, you, you you, should be able to make Hawkman at least a little bit of, of a challenge to Black Adam at times. He doesn't have to be able to fucking just wipe the floor with them or whatever, like... They really like played up the power of Black Adam, but if you had if you had shown him be a little vulnerable to the mace, it would have been like that. It would have made his power seem that much better at by the end of it. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like he was too op. It was, if you think about it in wrestling terms, it's like it's a it's a wrestler who doesn't want to put someone over clean in the middle where they just like they they have to if they're not going to win the fight then the person who beats them has to do it cheap like he, he has to come out looking super strong in this no matter what and it doesn't necessarily make sense because you can still make someone look strong even if you get their you know, a moment or two of their ass handed to them. Two shots would have uh, all you need. You're right. One going up, one coming back down. And then if he brushes it off, okay, at least you got something like that. And did it make Hawkman seem like there was absolutely nothing he could do against Black Adam? Yeah. Like that to me was just like, nah, you lost a, a moment there. But, um, Adam Smasher, I fucking dug. I I was like, I, I thought that was well done. And you're right, the kids did really good in the in the roles. Um 
for what I, they had. They didn't have much. Yeah, but... It, they but they didn't need to be much. You know, it's like they used them right. It was you. You're here for a specific purpose. You're and they fulfilled it well. So. And they had and and good special effects too. All again, all the way around. Oh yeah, and with like Cyclone with her powers and the like the multicolor like tornado. Um. So that you know that and uh, <laughs> the Adam Smasher when he said, "I don't have really good peripheral vision with this mask on," which <laughs> makes sense, right? Uh, right. The minute he said, it, "I'm like, yeah, that that kind of fucking makes sense, actually." Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, you know, for a four person team, uh, I thought it was a good, good mix of, so you got to see different powers and, you know, different ways of approaching things. And, uh, but at the core, this is again, to see black Adam do his shit to everything. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't hold back, which I'm glad. Cause that's, was the other one of the things that was ahead of time that I was concerned about is. How far are they gonna let him go with his character? And <laughs> I, uh, I was shocked. I really was. They they did not hold back. I th- I think I think that's probably one of the good things about the Rock is he's like, yeah. You know, I I really, if you're gonna limit me to a rating, if, if I can't have an R rated movie, which by every right you sh- this DCEU needs as much eyes on it as it can. Let me just be fucking brutal. Let me give you a reason to make this guy, you know, bad. Like, you shouldn't... The people of Kandar should want this person, but everybody in this world should be afraid of him and the power that he has. And we need to show why. Because he will just fucking absolutely wreck motherfuckers. Like, there's no regard for human life. I, You know, I honestly thought that that was funny as fuck the whole time trying to get him to say his catchphrase. Um, dude, I was like, oh my God, that is hilarious. Like, that was that was well done. That really was. I, I kind of was like, when they ended up using it at the end and everything, and and they nailed it. I'm like, it was actually a good payoff for him. I'm like, okay, you earned it. it. It didn't feel super cheesy. The one where he fucking did it after he'd already thrown the guy and he was almost dead just so that he could say, oh, that fucking cracked me up. Um, yeah, huh. that, that, that was a fun movie. And, and this is only my second IMAX experience. So this, I saw this in IMAX. Um, the only other movie I've ever seen in IMAX was... Infinity War was Infinity War the one that you had issues with when we were on Supercast. I uh, yeah, that was the one that I had to that Regal canceled. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because okay. of the power. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it was in Infinity War that I went and saw in IMAX. But yeah, this was oh, this was fucking beautiful, man. I. I'm so glad there's an IMAX theater like half an hour from my house. I'm going to see that shit. Every movie in IMAX, that fucking Black Panther trailer looked dope in IMAX. I was like, oh, that's going to be beautiful. That's going to be fun. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, I had so my so yeah my previews were Shazam, uh, John Wick. Um, oh, I didn't see that one. What else was it? Uh, man, I I wanted to make a note of it. Um, I, we we didn't get we didn't get Black Panther. Um, did we get Creed? I don't think we got Creed. I forget, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember what the fuck we got. We had like twenty minutes worth of fucking previews. See, uh, I don't understand it when people talk about that. Like my theaters, we 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 have two or three previews, and that's it. Like these people that say they got twenty twenty five minutes, I've never had that. I, I oh, that's dude, way it was too much. crazy. This was like honestly, I think this is the first time I've ever had it where it's been that many, like previews in a row where i even i got to the point where i'm like oh fucking k let's let's get a move on here so yeah it, it was a bit much but i guess i guess i got that stupid fucking quick tease for a nolan movie fucking creed black panther shazam yeah there's uh, there's others dude there's the, the john john wick looks amazing <laughs> I can't believe they didn't give us John Wick. That would have been. I, oh my god, dude! The the with some of the 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 the, the death scenes, you know, the, with gun in the face and the this and that, it was like nice variety. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um. There was two. There were. Fuck. I wish I could remember there because there was another one that was uh, also coming out in like it was like. March or April of next year. So, oh, can't can't remember. You're right. I'll think, I'll yeah. think about it. Fuck, that's gonna drive me fucking bananas, dude. Um, yeah. because I remember I remember seeing it and I was like, I know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, that's coming out then. Fuck. Okay, hold on. Was it superhero? I don't think it was superhero. No. Oh, oh, I oh, I completely fucking forgot about Hen Henry Winkler's fucking cameo. In oh the movie. yeah, yeah. I was so. I oh was gonna, my god. I was gonna joke about it and say I can't believe they they were secretive and and. You know, the huge cameo of Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what the fuck? How does how does they keep that under wraps? That's amazing. Uh, no, that was that was funny shit. I was like, oh, they gave. Oh, I, I forgot about another show I watched. Um, fuck. I don't know. Fuck can't em. remember? Nope, can't remember. That's all right. We're getting old, man. Yeah, no shit. Can't remember it, shit. It. Nope, not at all. All right, that's about all I got for it. You got oh, and anything so, else? Well, now I'll just say, Dunk, what did he say? He said his review was... Uh, he gives it a Padawan. Flawed, but functional. So, Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I totally do. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I am shocked that I, out of all the DCEU movies, that's the one that, like, fucking hit me in the right spot where I'm like, yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I buy into it. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. I'm Definitely happy. Fun. I'm happy. I'm, I'm again, exceeded my expectations, so I can't complain about it, so. And you're going to be on PCL this week, too, right? Talking yes. this very movie. Yeah, it, um, nice. it's, it's taken a while. I mean, it's, it's probably the fifth time he's invited me, and it's always been something on my end. Family, travel, something. So he was very happy that I could make it on this one. I don't know who else is going to be on, uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be an interesting discussion. Very interesting. Yes, I'm really yeah, I'm really interested to see what, especially Jake, because you know Jake's not a DC person, right? Uh, I'm really interested. Although the runtime's perfect for him, it was only oh, two yeah. hours, so like oh, he, he might be all right with it. Yeah, so I'm I'm really interested to see what they're. I'm sure I'll get to. I'll probably go first, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You should like the that. I mean, honestly, that 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 movie's fun. Like it, it especially considering how we feel about Shazam. Like you and I are definitely in the minority in this. We fucking hate that movie. <laughs> we absolutely oh, yeah, hate yeah. it. And so, like, us coming into this without high hopes for Black Adam, like, with it, it should be noted that the fact that we both liked it as much as we do it is a credit to how good it really is. So. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time. Um, yeah. I don't know when, what... I guess Black Panther's coming up, what, next month on yep. the 11th? Yep. yep, yep, I've got my tickets. I'm going to have to get mine. Fuck. Yeah, I'll get my tickets next week after I could, or the week after next, because I'm going to that Kevin Smith thing next week. Oh, cool, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. And if my fucking Gotham Knights ever shows up, I'll be doing that <laughs> for the rest of this weekend, hopefully. Fucking oh that that's so obnoxious. Fucking DC's out to hurt me. I think maybe this is Warner Brothers getting me back for all the shit talking I've done. Probably Dicks. the Walter Dicks. Hamada. Fucking <laughs> yeah, with fuck you, yeah. David. <laughs> he was a guy he's he it sounded like he was the rock was like get his ass out of there. Like he said yeah. no to Henry Cavill. They for I guess a long time said no. And uh goodbye. Don't don't fuck with the rock. No, no, do not. That dude, that dude is printing money. Like he's gonna be able to fucking just like after this movie's gonna do good. I I promise you, this movie will do more than enough to make it a blockbuster. It's gonna get a sequel announced pretty much by week two. I guarantee it. So it. At this point, if The Rock says we need to get this done, fucking Warner Brothers just better hand him the keys and fucking let him take control because apparently he's the only one who does get shit done in that fucking company. God bless The Rock. (laughs) American treasure. 
an American treasure. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, we are out of here. Uh, thank you for listening. We have been Vintage Geeks, where we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time. See ya.